um, you should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. Oh, we're on. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Hey. Sorry, let me Everybody. grab my shawl. Sorry, it's been a couple of weeks. I had uh, I had a daughter to graduate, you know, so... Uh, yeah, it was important the- that, that, that you were there because that's what you have to do. It's kind of like assisting uh, your wife in birth, right? Right, that's it. Push. Walk. Right, like, push, push. Come on, get out of high school. Push. <laughs> you can do it. Yep. I can't feel anything. Here's the I nice thing I told you not about- to get the epidural in 11th grade. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about doing podcasts is that when one of us can't be there, we just don't do the show. Yeah, that's right. Whereas, whereas other, you know, terrestrial morning radio shows specifically, they have to struggle through four hours of yeah. missing one of their guys. And you can usually tell who kind of carries the show when that guy's missing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's awkward for the entire time. But when he's the- a saint and he's not here. Well, that's in our contract. If I'm missing or John's gone or Drew's gone, then we just don't do a show. Yeah, but none of us are saints, so there's no Jimmy St. John. See, if you're missing a saint. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. When you're doing a show, you feel like we're we're all mortal. Yeah. Um, We're just, there's nothing there. We haven't been beatified. We're, We're just regular people. It's just, it's hard to listen to when the main guy's gone or yeah. triggers gone. You get the, the guy with the one word name. He's gone from the show. <laughs> uh, Lunchbox. And all of a sudden you, you, you go like, what's up, man? The, the big guy, the guy with the one word name is gone. No bird man. Well, we had um, at, at, my daughter's graduation 600 and about 680 students walked across so if austin continues to grow the way it is now drew you could possibly see a thousand people in uh, one of your kids high school class by the time they graduate man it's crazy i mean we were at the Irwin center it looked like a concert in there it was 8500 people in attendance the entire lower level of the Irwin center was full did you do interviews then uh, if it was a concert like thing, did you do interviews for your countdown show? No, I actually took the night off away from recording, but uh, I, I did feel a little left out that I did not come prepared as a parent because some of these families had, you know, the big giant faces like you see at ACL Fest of their kid and, you know, families of 15 were holding up letters for their kid. And I'm just standing up there going, yeah, all right, Taylor. That, that's all well, I had. Yeah, because you remember high school graduation from your own. Right. I didn't have the big giant face or letters or sparklers or any of that shit. So I was. Everybody decorates their hats now. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the mortarboards. I, th- I thought it was like some kind of Kentucky Derby thing and everybody was showing up with the big <laughs> no. graduation hat, something I didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't, my, my son graduated high school 11 years ago. My daughter 20 years ago, and then, of course, I've got the young ones, so no telling what it'll be like then. My biggest thing was college graduation. When my daughter graduated from Southwest Texas, mm-hmm. um, That I, I just knew college graduations as to be you know, a little bit more, you know, a bit formal. That's fine. But, but I was there, and it was just like a hootenanny. <laughs> People had air horns. <laughs> 
there's no decorum here. <laughs> yeah, I Air love, horns I love the rules as they, they were like, you know, don't say anything after your, your kid, you know, walks across the stage because you'll, you know, take yeah, away from the next one. be there for nine hours. Right. Yeah. It was three hours, but, uh, you know, it Did was... Did you snap fingers instead of applauding, Lloyd? I, yeah, yeah. I'd... All right, Taylor. Yeah. It's my girl. I was just sitting around looking at all the, the big, giant faces. I just felt bad. I was like, Taylor, I'm sorry I didn't have a big, giant face blown up for you, man. But uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting all that. Like I said, I wasn't expecting the air horns and the hoot nannies. And there was a few characters up in the upper level, so they could... They, they thought by being up a little higher, they wouldn't be as loud. They were just <laughs> they're still loud. And they try to, you know, they try to keep everything kind of calm, but it's it's Texas, Lloyd. It is Texas. Texas here, you know, you graduate from high school. Go on now. You well, did more than I did. Get on now. You know, when Ava graduates, you should bring, you know, like a fog machine. Yeah, there you go. Glow sticks. Everybody dance around. I think I'm gonna bring like a, a I'm gonna bring a drone and I'm gonna fire that fucker off and like <laughs> Let him fly. No, you, know what you need you need a you need a t-shirt gun. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you just blow out a bunch of uh, t-shirts. Yeah, with her face on it. I didn't think about crazy. That. You yeah. know what? Everybody has to be there for nine hours anyway. You might as well put some burritos in there. Yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> Feed the crowd. I would be the most uh, popular guy there if I started blasting burritos out to that crowd. I'm telling you, man. Because yeah, well, you know, a lot of a lot of people would be injured as they left for the burrito. I've I've never understood. When, the, when people are shooting those T-shirts and it's, you know, I don't know, it's the whatever on the front and then 50 sponsors on the back. Exactly. Or shirt it is. And you see these grown men knock down children to try to get this T-shirt. Yeah. But we've thrown a, several T-shirts off the stage in our career. I, I've definitely thrown what, my what share. What, what is that weird feeling that people get when they get to take home a T-shirt? I don't know, man. I don't know so, that. It's like you diving for that uh, Ace Frehley pick, man, at a kids' concert. Yeah, but that has some kind of meaning. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry again, Drew. I'm sorry. Well, kind of meaning, but uh, well, more meaning than a radio station. More, more meaning than more meaning than a fun run. Usually, if you got gimme shirts, there, 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 a lot of there's a lot of stuff on there. I, I wish you could see the shirt I'm wearing. I'm wearing an old Kiss uh, Rock and Roll Up Your Sleeve Blood Drive t-shirt tonight. Now, this thing is got to be at least 10, 12 years old. And uh, I'm looking at the back, and yeah, there's a few sponsors on there. But it's yeah. so comfortable now. It's nice and soft and worn out. I love it. Do you have, a, you have like a mattress day, sponsor? <laughs> Do I? What? You have, you have like a mattress sponsor on there? Uh n- I, I can't sell because it it's on the back. Mm, I, I could take it see. off if you want me to. I think McDonald's is back there. I'm surprised McDonald's. Lloyd, as enterprising as he is, hasn't already sold a, a sponsorship just for his portion of Beaver Kool-Aid. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, hey, Lloyd brought to you by Waffle House. Right. Um, you got a car dealership on the back? There's in, and, and he's... I'm sure. I'm sure. Sponsor. World Car Kia is on the back of this shirt somewhere. It's got to be a World Car Kia back there. There's got to be a World Car. <laughs> world Car Kia from San Antonio. It's got to be a World Car on there somewhere. Yeah. So you guys want to hear about my um, my latest? This is not to the 
degree is the peeing date. This would now be in second place. Okay. My latest date. I was abandoned. Ooh. <laughs> like they got up and went to the bathroom and never came back? First date day. No, it did close. It's, would you like a drink? Yes. Okay. Ooh. And then I hit the can and then I go get the $18 double wine. Come back and no one's there. Ooh. Oh, okay, God. fine. You know, it's Joe Bonamassa. Last Sunday, Majestic Theater, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, okay, someone went to the restroom just like I did. A few songs go by. <laughs> hmm. No one's oh, there. Boy. So I go up and look around, and then I ask a woman to check the restroom for me. No one in there. Wow. Okay. A little bit more, and uh, then I realize, well, I've been left. Well, you got to remember, it's San Antonio. You should have taken her to the Judas pre-show, not Joe Bonamassa. Well, the thing is, she's the one that insisted I go. Oh. She paid for the tickets. I see. Wow. Yeah, because I was trying. She wanted to go to this concert, and I said, well, I'd like to have a first date first. I mean, I've known her for a long time, but I mean, I wanted, I didn't really, I don't, I've been acquainted with her for a long time. I yeah. didn't know her. But I thought I, I wanted to have a sit down before we ever maybe got to the concert stage. Wait, right? wait, wait a second. Did, did, did the two of you know what the other looked like before that night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've been acquainted with each other for years. I, I got to think a first date. You can't really hear that well because the music's so loud. You're trying to get to know each other better. That's just not a good well, scenario. No, I didn't want that as a first date. She yeah. wanted to go to this concert and I, I wanted to go on a date before the concert but I was sick that whole week. And so I had, I had to keep blowing off the first date. So we ended up arranging to have beers together um, in Bernie. Bernie. Wow. And, uh, and then that wound up into the concert because I had agreed before I got sick to do this, to do this concert. But I wanted to have a little sit down beforehand just in yeah, case. Right. Yeah. But no, so we had beers and then we Uber downtown and then she <laughs> leaves me. She lifted on out. And the Uber I had to take back was all the way back to Bernie. Ooh. And the thing is, at the time, wow. and I made a big deal of this when we got into the initial Uber ride to go downtown, I don't have my phone on me. Because mm. I tell that to people, I don't not like most. I, it's not an appendage of mine. So I'm not always around my phone. And I said, see, we're going downtown. And I don't have my phone. So when this all went down and I realized I had been abandoned, then I had to ask an usher for his phone and call a friend of mine to have him send an Uber for me. Wow. Downtown. I wish I had friends like that. I'd just be fucking still sitting there if it'd been me. Well, no, initially I got voicemail <laughs> and I said, don't call back because this is, you know, I'm on the usher's phone. And the guy was somewhat reluctant to let me use his phone. Yeah. And I thought, hey, dude, look, same peer group, man. We're all right. Um, well, did you tell Han that you really needed to use his phone pretty bad? I mean, that <laughs> usher job's kind of rough, man. Yeah. I don't think Stevie's ushering at the Majestic. but uh, And if so, I don't, I don't think he would have let me use his phone. Um, uh, absolutely not. But uh, yeah, so I had to, that was the, that was the, uh, did she have, have a lot to drink? Well, 
That's you know, I don't want to, because we are on a podcast, I don't want to sit here and let's just say we hadn't had tons to drink. No, I don't think she had enough. So Not enough where, you, where she, where she would have been like, I've been in that, in that, you know, place where you've had enough to drink where you're like, I need to get out of here right now. Yeah. Right. And you leave. Yeah. But the thing was, I wasn't gone for long. I just went at some point, the kicker on this is. At some point, I realize I do have my phone. Ah. Now, how this got by me when when it was one time to walk in, I have no idea. Like I said, I don't even pay much attention to my phone. So, obviously, I had to hold it in my hand when I was being wanded. Right. But it never sank into my brain. I have my phone. So, um, at some point, I realize I have my phone. And, uh, and I look, and there's a text, and it says, where are you? And so I text back, where are you? Because I'm thinking she's still at the theater. Right. Where are you? And then she texts back, um, I'm at home. <laughs> where did you go? And I said, are you kidding? I got off to get you a drink. What do you mean, where did I go? Man, I think this is just a big misunderstanding. I think she thinks you abandoned her. No, no, that's bullshit, man. I wasn't gone for five minutes. That's uh. not abandoning. Believe me, when I sit there and see most of the... And I've gone through six or seven songs and there's no one back. Yeah. That's abandonment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't make the entire set and they were great, but I got close to it. But then I well, had to, if, you know, I had to get home, had to get if back she to was, my truck. If she wanted to stay there she, and she would have been texting you, hey, I'm standing by the bar. Right. That's true. No, Where are she you? wouldn't be texting me because she didn't think I had a phone because- when we got into the initial oh. Uber, this is my point. I made a point of saying, see, I don't have my phone on me. And the Uber driver said, well, at least one of you do. You know, one of you does. Because I didn't think I had one because I was trying to show that I'm, you know, I'm not around my phone all the time. Maybe it is a misunderstanding. Yeah. Okay. Fine, Genesis. You keep that up. <laughs> I don't think so. B-Y-E. I'm too Must be that some kind nonsense. of mistake. Are you kidding? First time in my life. Imagine if I did that to some chick, right? I convince her to go to a concert, take her to the concert, and leave her ass there. Right. See, finally, I get a wow. Now, L.A. Lloyd, he starts thinking about his his young daughters there. Yeah, that would suck. That's not right. Did she see you whip out your phone when you got Juan down? Maybe she thought you were bullshitting her in the car. No, no, I don't think she was paying attention. She wouldn't have paid attention to that. Mm. It was just one of those things. It's just, it's B-Y-E. That's what it is. You sure you didn't watch Shallow How and Shallow Lao needs a gal? And all I said was, <laughs> you better open that gate because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to damage it. So you're not going to talk to her anymore? Obviously. No, I'm, I'm always one and done with people like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one and done. So we have a new phrase. If you abandon someone at a concert, you got Bonamassad. Because you got Bonamassad. I've never been a good dater. You know what I mean? I've never been a good guy that you want to go out on a date with. I don't know why. I'm not good at like the gift giving. I'll fuck it up in some way. I'll get you, you the wrong give thing. anything. You just go and do stuff. But you go to all these conventions. You got to be the king of small talk. See, I used to hate to go to these... Um, these company conventions we used to have when I worked at uh, at Kiss, and they'd send us all and put us in a room, and fucking hate doing small talk, man. I just I suck at it, you know. 
just not good at it. But you you've got to be great at it. You call all these months on Beaver Kool Aid, Lloyd. Well, that's I'm, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that it? I don't He's know. He's talking about small talk like at the at the in yeah. line at the grocery store. Or he doesn't that, like that kind of yeah, stuff. you like if you're wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt and then the guy at ETB goes, Hey, you know, and he starts, you know, throwing all these stats at me. I'm like, dude, just fucking put my wine in the bag so I can go. I am not here yeah. to talk cowboys with you. But gosh. It, but you well, know, wow. kind of but even like at these conventions, you, you kind of go from group to group to group and you just Oh man, it's kind of humid down here in Florida, isn't it? Well, duh. Yeah. I have nothing to say to these people. Hey, I like your shirt. No, you you get into the group. You say, "Help me! Someone's trying to kill me." <laughs> that, that might it's work. Just because you have to, not- you have to enter in a little differently than than getting on. That's a lame jump rope. You know the big jump rope where you're trying to get in the middle of it. And yeah. When no one's talking about anything good, you have to change it. People like to talk about themselves, Lloyd. All you got to do is ask questions. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well done, Drew. Very true. And so that's why you're the king of small talk. That's probably what you do. You go right in there. You're, next thing you know, you've sold them a few of your software. Well, that's what you got to do if you're in sales. You yeah. Know? It's all about finding out about them. Right. That's true. Let yeah, you run. start out with little snippets about you. Yeah. To relate to them. That's my problem. I could give a shit. See, that's why I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. Yeah. Doesn't take much, man. Just relax. Doesn't yeah. take much. But it's such bullshit. It's just, that's why it's called well, small talk. Well, I agree talk. with you if they're talking about the Cowboys. It's small. Uh, <laughs> you know. Hey. Or but- <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is ask the guy what he does for a living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask me. Hey, Lyle. he tells you, then you just, you're related to something that you know about. You could hit up Lyle and say, hey, Lyle, what do, you, what do you do for a living and how's your love life? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, what do you do for a living? Okay, there's the one finger. <laughs> yeah. In my <laughs> love life? I, I usually don't say, what do you do for a living? I usually say, what do you do here in San Antonio? Yeah. What do you do here in Austin? Hmm. Hey, what do you do, man? What do you think? Well, you that's feel? a large, I mean, that's a large part of somebody's, you know, person. And it's a way for you to get, you know, down the, down the conversation ladder, you know, quicker. Yeah. Cause that, that you probably know the part of town that he lives in or, you know, somebody that he works with or, you know, something about what he does or you went to college with somebody that does. And you, you, that's how you, it's the well, easiest thing in the world job. to sit and relate to somebody like that. Well, if I have Are a, you writing this down, Lloyd? I, I'm taking so notes. refer to this Because later? I always think when I've got a couple of drinks in me, you know, just a little bit of truth serum, seems like things are easier. You just got to hit a level where you don't go too far. You just got enough in it to relax you a little bit, get the anxiety minute, not down. To, not to be the sarcastic one again. You're telling me <laughs> you have a couple of pops and all of a sudden- you're a little bit more sociable. I am a little bit more loose. Imagine that. Yeah. In fact, my glass is empty right now. That's why you're not getting much out of me. You mean you got a drink to do beaver Kool-Aid? Well, it helps relax me. It's been a long day. It just kind of, you know. I would think that you would welcome beaver Kool-Aid as a chance to actually talk about something as opposed to doing the radio show where you feel like you're hemmed in. Yeah. Well, I feel now I, it's Beaver Kool Aid. Now you can really I mean, I make it we, happen. I'm relaxed. I mean I, I mean, I think we're not. We're not that. You know, we're not. 
We definitely talk about, you know, the things that are taboo on the radio, don't we? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, for Lloyd, it'd be, you know, anything he says that lasts for over 15 seconds. <laughs> because if you speak for more than 15 seconds, that's taboo, right? It is. I Absolutely. mean, I know we shouldn't talk about radio, you know, but but uh, I've listened to KLBJ recently. I think it sounds really good. Well, thank you. you Man, got that, how about that, huh? You got that... Uh, you got that one jock that I like uh, from Houston, you said. Oh, yeah, Reese's Wendy. McCock. Yeah, Reese's McCock in the morning. I'm telling you, man, it's just uh, it's a good sounding radio station. That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you. In the world we live in, that's uh, a compliment. I appreciate that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think he liked the way that you used your software. That's what it was. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it is. I'm trying to become uh, next week's rock chick. Yeah, you could be. We could send you to see Queen and Adam Lambert in Vegas. You know, there's all kinds of great contests. Yeah. We listen to KLBJ, man. That's what I need to do. Maybe I can get a job there. Maybe I need to uh, change my sexual identification. Mm -hmm. And then that way I can, you know, finally be that, be that badass rock chick. Yeah. Well, it makes sense for a dude in a bikini to win a trip to see Queen with Adam Lambert. <laughs> Yummy. So I learned a new terminology from the Urban Dictionary from my uh, almost 14-year-old daughter. And, uh, of course, when she said, hey, Dad, uh, have you ever heard of a farm party? I said, well, of course I had. We had several of them in North Carolina. Are you whoa, kidding me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was all guys and the chickens were scared. Right. Oh, wait a second. So I'd never heard this terminology before. And I guess it's something that their teacher went over with them. It's like, hey, if you ever get invited to a farm party, stay far away from it. I was like... <laughs> So, do you guys know what a farm party is in the the teenage world now? I mean, I I'd never heard this before in my life. I'll explain it to you. But have you have you heard of it, Drew? No. How about you, Lyle? Did you really have to ask me if I'd heard of a farm party? So you know what it is? No. All right. I don't know what the hell it is. I'll guess. I'll guess what it is. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna guess that it's like a, you know, a party at a farm. Well, that's what I thought. And it's, and I thought that thought that's why she asked me since I was from North Carolina thinking, Hey dad, when you were a teenager, did you have a bunch yeah. of your friends out? Kind of like, you know, in the days and confused movie where they go to the park yeah. and kegger and everyone out there goes to get drunk. No, 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 no. It's kind of that, except what you do is you go to your parents' medicine cabinet and you grab all their pharmaceuticals, anything they've got, you know, Percocet, anything that's in there and you pour them all into a big bowl, right? And so everybody oh, a just farm party. Yeah. Like it's a P H A R M P H. Right. So it's wow. a farm party. And so my, like a, wow. My joke to her was, I was like, well, I got to tell you, man, you know, instead of heroin needles, you got my Repatha, you know, the one shot injection that I have to put in my leg twice a month for the cholesterol. And, you, and everything's covered in Rogaine. You guys, <laughs> you guys would have the healthiest fucking people there. No cholesterol. <laughs> So this is kind of like a PJ party where you just, you know, yeah. just throw in all that crap. But it's a farm party. Yeah. And so oh, you, man. How screwed up is that? Yeah. So her teacher said, stay far away from those. I was like, yeah, I think that'd be good. I said, well, think how fucking stupid that is, Ava. I didn't say that, that, but I was like, seriously, would you ever just take a pill or a handful of pills from someone's parents' medicine cabinet? No. Well, you know, if I lose my health insurance, I might have to have somebody go and, and pick some out for me. 
This is what we're looking for, sweetheart. Yeah. Right here. That is just unbelievable. I know. I, I don't know. Do they really happen? And this, to me, it sounds like urban legend. It sounds like it to me, too. But supposedly, I looked it up before I came on the show today, and it is a, it is a thing. You know, so. I mean, maybe. But. Right. I, I can't imagine teenagers would be. The world of pharmaceuticals, you know. That just seems. It seems like Dr. something that would happen in Westlake, maybe. All the doctors say to take. It's <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I can tell you what you got to worry about. You got to worry about your kids getting into your hydrocodones that you got for whatever and taking only two or three of those and then either doing them or taking them to school and selling them off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to beat them because they took your stash? I just don't think, I don't think that these kids are going to go and like uh, throw a bunch of drugs in a fishbowl and have a That's farm party. Yeah. Sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. I think what they do is that they would they would take two or three. They don't want to get busted. They're going to take a couple. They know where it is. They go in the bathroom. Oh, I got to use the bathroom. Yeah. They go in there and take, a, take two or three of them. And then they'll either do them at a party themselves. Maybe that's what a farm party is. I brought my own drugs. Right. Or they'll, or they'll sell them at school. Yeah, I don't know, Drew. I I think you're applying way too much logic there. You got to think of younger people. Exactly. You throw it all in, and that's the fun of it. You don't know what the hell's going to go on. I once had a friend that had this uh, huge jar of speed, <laughs> like one of those big pretzel plastic pretzel jars. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was just full of all these different types of speed. Wow. You didn't know what the hell was in there, but if you needed something, you just kind of. Grab a little, and uh, well, there it was. Didn't didn't someone tell me before I moved to Austin? Like a lot of the bars on Sixth Street used to have ecstasy, like in jars or something. Oh, yeah, in you the eighties, could... so yeah, big time. So big I mean, time. it's it's been kind of done. It was pickled ecstasy, though, because it was at the bar. <laughs> well, when ecstasy when 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 ecstasy was was becoming popular, it was really in the uh, East End dance clubs in Europe in London. Right, and then it it moved over to really two cities in the United States in the beginning. One of them was New York City, and the other one was Austin, Texas. Wow. We'll be back with more. I I, th- I feel like Ecstasy. I need to I need to cue in Western Western boys, Western <laughs> girls by the Pet Shop Boys all of a sudden here. So yeah, yeah, because you said because he said East End, right? Yeah, I was thinking Western boys and Western girls. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe that's, it's that's Western. I don't know. I don't live there. Maybe it's probably Western. We're bad, man. But that that is awful, man. It's, I mean, I hope it's not true. But I mean, a teacher told her about it, so I mean, I, maybe she's just trying to bring the awareness if it ever comes up because you know she did hear this in a classroom. You know, just why she asked me. But I just kept thinking, it's, just it's so like weird that teachers would ever bring up anything like well, that. Well, I know it's very weird. Um, but I just think, and I had a raging, you know, hormones as a fourteen-year-old kid. The last thing I'd want is like, oh shit, I got the Viagra. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm in hell for the next two weeks. Oh, Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd, you didn't need to worry about that, dude. You were at that age, man. That's Everything true. Was fine. Well, they don't have the kind of. You could do you that know, on experimental. your own. Raquel Welsh. Yeah. Raquel Welsh. Well, the watermelons were nervous. A couple of things that I saw before we came on the show tonight. One of them uh, would make Drew happy is uh, Kiss is going to do a three-year tour. They won't, they won't say it's a farewell tour or the final tour, but uh, they have trademarked the end of the, end, what is it, the end of the road, I think it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So that tells me that we'll have at least five more farewell tours before they're 90. But uh, I don't know. I mean, End of the Road could be an album. Could be one last album. Yeah. yeah let's hope for that. Boy, <laughs> and then a tour. On that for a long time. That's probably what will happen is they'll do yeah, a, an really End of the good. Road album and then they'll have a tour. It's going to be all acapella. I, I think what they'll do is I think the plan is to incorporate at, at to some level everybody who's played in Kiss who's still alive. Right. And then if we haven't berated uh, Roseanne news enough while we were away, I just read tonight that uh, they're talking about bringing the show back, all the characters except Roseanne. Would people still watch that? Because, I mean, it was a number one show. I mean, it was pretty ballsy to cancel a number one show and everyone gets fired, but they are talking about bringing it back. They were going to uh, circle it around uh, Darlene. Yes, that's right. You're exactly right. So would you watch that? I didn't watch the other one, so I definitely wouldn't watch this. I didn't this. watch it uh, at any point in time. Yeah. So I think they should do a show around Jackie Harris. No, who's the, that? The, she's the, she plays the sister, Roseanne's sister. Oh, what's her face? The one that was in Lady Bird. Or Jackie. Yeah, Laurie Metcalf. Uh, Laurie, Laurie Metcalf. You're right, uh, John. It's Laurie Metcalf is the No, actress. wait a minute. Say it again. John? You're right, John. <laughs> I live by myself, Drew. I don't get to hear that very often. What is it? You watch out. He's You're going right. to get the Mexican Viagra, Drew. You better stop. Oh, no, I don't need the Mexican Viagra. Are you kidding? After that? You're right, John. Wow. Now I know how to relate to him, Lloyd. Right. So all I have to do if, if I have to strike Boom. a conversation with that's him it. is find out Boom. something that he's going to be right at. Yeah, that's the way yeah, you start the small really talk with John. <laughs> nice. Laurie Metcalf. Lori Metcalf is her name, and she plays Jackie Harris on the show. So I think that they should do a show around her character there. Because uh, she's, she's the best part of the show. But what would they call it? Jackie? Yeah. I oh, know. I think we've already had one of those, haven't we? Jack A. Jack yeah, why not? Jack A. See, I can't imagine it yeah, working. If she is so, head. if she's so anti-Trump, it wouldn't work because that's that's who was watching this show. Well, and frankly, I'm commenting on something I don't watch. So I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know. We're we're both kind of left out there because <laughs> I really don't care. Um, yeah, you know, I I really don't care. But and I hate to say that to you, Lloyd. What I what I care more about, really, when it comes to television since it has been a few weeks since we spoke. Did you ever go back and watch the royal wedding that you had recorded? I didn't watch it, man. So I'm, I'm getting, uh, you know, I took some of your Mexican Viagra. I'm getting some hair on my chest, finally. You know, the difference between Mexican Viagra and Viagra is about $300. Yeah, that's it. I thought that was going to be some late night viewing with uh, some hand lotion there for you, Lloyd. <laughs> Handlers? <laughs> I would hope for at least a good 15 minutes, but I don't know if I could. But no, I mean, the whole Roseanne stuff, I mean, all the, all that kind of, uh, all, you know, that, that sort of thing in the world, it's great when you're not working on a radio and yeah. you don't even, you feel like you don't even have to touch it at all. You don't have to read about it. I don't care. She'd already done all that kind of stuff. Everybody knew that she was like that. Yeah. You know, before this whole thing went down with her new show, everybody knew that she was that way. Well, not right. I'm not saying that it's right. What I'm saying is that what did they expect was going to happen? Man, that yeah. that Twitter shit is evil, man. How many fucking people have just 
lost it because they just could yeah, not resist right. the temptation Twitter. of yeah. getting on Twitter and putting some stupid or shit Facebook. out there. But Twitter's the worst, man. Twitter's the worst. Because you just fucking fire it off like machine guns. And everybody does it. And it's the same kind of thing with Roseanne. It's just that she's commenting on something political and she's a full-on nasty race racist. Yeah. But it's it's the same kind of performance bullshit that everybody does. You know what I mean? Well, I just think want- it's a part of pop culture and you just have to eschew that if you just want to live. Well, a lot of people think it, but they don't say it. But bottom line is, who gives a shit what Roseanne Barr thinks? Okay, yeah. really? Uh, that's yeah. motivated me so much in the past. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to have a voice. Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose some half-ass sitcom that somehow portrays what we are. I mean, that was the original Roseanne. It was like, look, here's the leading lady. She's not thin and beautiful. Look, they're you know, they struggle to make ends meet. They're showing the, the, the this is the, for the working people. I'm a domestic goddess. High five to Bill Cosby and Roseanne, right? Yeah, right. 80s and 90s uh, mothers and fathers on television turning out to be awful people. Yeah. And meanwhile, I have to take this moment because Dwight Clark died today. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sad thing. Yeah. 61, that's it. ALS, right? Yeah. Oof. Sad. Yeah, because there certainly were moments in my life where if I if somebody said, do you want to be you or you want to be Dwight Clark? He would be a football player for those of you who didn't know. Right. 49ers. Um, I would have said, I'll be I'll, I'll be Dwight Clark. It's kind of like uh, uh, planes oversold. Who wants the three hundred dollar voucher? Um, I'll be Dwight Clark. Yeah. And then that was it. I mean, he was diagnosed a couple of years ago and uh, done at 61. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. A, that's, that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. It's enough to send me to thinking about it makes me want to go to a farm party just to <laughs> hang out. It's like, who's the old guy at our farm party? <laughs> He's the guy who brought the most shit. He you go to the, the bathroom and show up. <laughs> Nobody's there anymore. <laughs> That's right. We come back from the bathroom, everybody's gone. John's out there with his big old perfect bowl of fucking drugs, and everybody left. <laughs> Great. That's about right. Yeah. It's my luck. You go out to the car for some weed, you come back, nobody in the house. Yeah, yeah, we'd love that. Yeah, that go get yeah, I'll be right back, man. I got some. You get a text from 200 people. Where are you? Where are you? (laughs) Yeah, we're at home. Where'd you go? We went back to our parents' house. Uh, To where I said I was going to go? All 200 of them. Everyone left. That's beautiful. Beautiful. I'm so tired of, it all fits in with everything else. And that's, you know, I'm not going to get political. I, I promise. I went to a little get together the other day and this guy said you know i sorry we're leaving i wanted to, I, I bet you i could have talked to you for five hours on politics and I thought, oh no please because you're not going to like what i have to say no. you don't talk about religion or politics with anybody you know what it's called no. people do it on facebook it's called oversharing and you shouldn't do it that's how i start my well, small talk i'm like do you believe in jesus yeah why you're bad at small talk yeah yeah well <laughs> you see once again i don't Facebook. You guys don't see anything from me on Facebook, do you? Mm. 
I don't. No. Not a lot. Tweet. I don't. Uh, I don't do any of that crap. Yeah. I barely answer the phone. I do text. I mean, I'll put some, you know, benign tweets together. If anything, I put my life on Instagram stories, right? Yeah. Where I where I put all my stupid stuff. I've seen that. But that's the whole thing. See, Facebook wants to get back to being what the, it was originally intended to be. Right. Way to get late. Um, Way to get late and not know, talk about politics. To, you know, it's, instead of all this garbage where everybody's a pundit, it's when I get back into, look, this is a way for me to share baby pictures with everyone instead of emailing them individually. Right. They're going to do a dating thing on Facebook. Would you, would you contribute to Facebook more often if you knew that it might get you... Uh, you know, a relationship. Yeah, as well as everything else has worked out. Um, well, no. that'd be better than a match. You know? Wow. Well, that's saying a lot. I'm, I'm just saying that it's it's Facebook. I mean, good Lord. I mean, everybody's going to be using it. Who's it doesn't single. matter. It's the, it's the, it doesn't matter. It's what it is. It's, it's yeah. not the way you, you groove on people. I mean, it's not the way. We've talked about this in other podcasts. Is, you know, you shouldn't use people, do whatever. It's still, she goes somewhere else. I meet him at church. Just go meet him at church. Yeah, man. No, I see my deal. I meet him at church is. <laughs> so that's what I do. <laughs> you know, because automatically we have something in common. So we're meeting there and, uh, yeah, I notice you got the 40 piece mix. <laughs> Having a party? Nah, just staying in this weekend. <laughs> really, dark me meat? too. All dark meat, all light meat. Yeah, so it's like. Half and half. I always get half and a half. Uh, I'm eating a leg. I'm eating a breast. I'm... Right. You keep talking no, like I, that. I'm going to have to get some of that Mexican Viagra, man. Stop. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I'm almost going to give it up. You know, I'm like, man, eh, getting close to 60. I'm just going to say, you know what? That's, that's it. I, I have a feeling when you're just not looking for love anymore, John, it's just going to come right up and grab yeah, you right. Yeah, well, in, I have not been looking and it still doesn't come right up and bite me in the ass. <laughs> it's going to bite you right in my cock. It does not. <laughs> no, like I said, this is the reason why I do beaver Kool-Aid. As soon as you think that you're going to sit there and eat all that chicken by yourself, she's going to walk out of that bathroom and you're yeah. going to go, you know what? She didn't leave. Yep. Yeah. She's going to come back and finish the meal with you. She didn't leave, but you sure don't want to walk into that bathroom now. Yeah. She looks <laughs> good in that triple XL teddy. Triple <laughs> <laughs> XL teddy. There's nothing wrong with that. Dude, you're living in the wrong city. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, here you hold that up and go, what is that? For the dog? Triple <laughs> XL <laughs> teddy. <laughs> That sounds like a good album name, though. It does. I like that. Triple XL Teddy. Featuring Reese's Macaque on vocals. That's a great name. Yeah. You know, there's just there's just something in there, that Triple XL Teddy. <laughs> First of all, because when you say Teddy, that's kind of dated, and, and I'm not going to know what you're talking about, but it just has a it has a certain ring, man. Yeah. I can see the album cover, if yeah. you're Reese's Macaque. You're saying a modern-day woman doesn't know what a Teddy is? Is that really no, that dated? Younger people, women are going to somewhat know. Guys aren't going to know. They got to know. They've had a. Oh, no, if you're some like you, I, I could go out on the street and ask me, "What's a teddy?" Come on. Well, the, most has of a these teddy on. They don't know what the hell that is. Well, they. No wonder they're not getting laid. They don't know what the fuck a teddy that's is. Like, that's like saying uh, you know, an ascot. The guy's got an ascot. Yeah. They go what the. What is that? I mean, you know, is that a monster? Nah, that's a little different. Now, they, they call it lingerie, man. They call it lingerie. They probably don't call it teddies around. 
with the kids anymore. You know, just to know specifically what you got on. They probably like rent the the millennials. They probably rent their lingerie with some subscription thing they got on Facebook. You know? Well, what you do, you pay thirty bucks a month, but uh, pay thirty you bucks a month, you get all the kind of lingerie you want. Yeah, what are you done with your lingerie? Just send it back. They said it's somebody else. I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it look a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. Ha <laughs> ha.